Hi, I'm Diego Huerta. Welcome to this edition of the Home on the Range podcast, a special project for SciView, a science journalism project at the University of Arizona. For this edition, I headed to Buenos Aires National Wildlife Refuge, a grassland on the U.S.-Mexico border. While I was there, I talked with Josh Smith, a wildlife refuge specialist, about one of the problems facing the refuge. So the biggest problem species on the refuge would, I would have to say, is entirely plants. The largest portion of the refuge is invasive grasses. And then we also have the mesquite tree, which is native, but it's also invasive. It's like a weed here. You cut it down, it grows right back. Historically, it was in the washes. It was always on a slope. And then as the cattle came in, they did what cattle do and they spread the seeds and now the mesquite's taken over the grassland. And so it's, uh, the mesquite is definitely problematic for our programs. I wanted to learn more about why mesquite trees are such a problem. So I visited Dr. Stephen Archer, a professor in the School of Natural Resources and the Environment at the University of Arizona, and an expert on mesquite trees. We discussed why mesquite is such a problem for grasslands like Buenos Aires National Wildlife Refuge. When it germinates, it puts a taproot down very, very quickly, getting it below the rooting zone of our common rangeland grasses. So, so grasses can't very effectively, competitively exclude mesquite plants. We also know that when shrubs like mesquite come in and take over, uh, it starts to affect biological diversity. So the, the diversity of organisms that occur on a site might start to decline markedly as these woody plants increase in, in density and abundance. A major problem when trying to control mesquite is what are called basal buds. These seemingly harmless lumps allow the plant to regrow. Mesquite tends to accumulate these buds in in the basal tissues just below the ground surface or right at the ground surface. So anytime there's top damage to the plant, they have the potential then to activate these protected buds these dormant buds to produce a new shoot. And so a lot of the herbicide applications will top kill the plant, but they don't kill the plant itself and it sprouts back from protected basal buds. Cutting the plant at the roots has proven successful, but carries its own challenges. I asked Dr. Archer how effective it is. It's potentially very effective, but it's also very labor-intensive and slow and, and expensive because you, you almost have to have heavy equipment, which means you've got to buy gas and diesel. And, um, but you can target individual plants, and, and you can grub or, or actually put a, insert a blade below the soil surface and cut the plant off and kill it so that these basal buds can't regenerate uh, because you've severed the root system. Uh, but that's mean, that means going from plant to plant to plant. And in a large area, that, that, that oftentimes isn't, isn't feasible. Another way to combat mesquite is with prescribed burns, which Dr. Archer says could work well at the refuge, where grazing is not allowed. So the temperature of the fire depends on how much fuel there is. So if you've got relatively little fuel, sparse fuel, um, it may not carry as well your fire and it may not be as effective as knocking back the woody vegetation as a hotter fire would. And a hotter fire is supported by more fuel, which means more grass biomass. So which methods work best? Well, it's a long story. 
early approaches focused on eradication. How can we just get rid of the plant altogether? Well, they were never successful. And so then the, the philosophy evolved to, well, if we can't eradicate it, um, let's try and control it. And, and even attempts to control it met with limited success. So that evolved in, then into the perspective of, uh, well, then let's manage it. Let's somehow cope with it. And then that led into this idea of integrated management systems. Integrated brush management systems reflects this idea that you might have to intervene with a certain treatment, management treatment, like maybe a chemical application of an herbicide. But we know that, that the effects of that application are very short-lived in many cases. And the mesquite, either because of the seeds in the seed bank, new plants can regenerate, and replace the ones that the herbicide uh, uh, knocked back, or they can resprout from protected basal buds. So you might have to have a combination, and the idea then is that there is no one silver bullet. It's a coordinated sequence of management actions that have to be applied and reapplied in some strategic way over decades. And so you might start out with an herbicide treatment, then, and then maybe five, four, five, ten years later, follow that up with a prescribed fire. And then that prescribed fire might have to be followed up within three, four, five, six years with another fire. So you can't just kind of walk away and assume the system will, will maintain itself. This approach sounds a lot like the one that Buenos Aires National Wildlife Refuge is taking. Here's Josh Smith again. Uh, we do prescribe burns just about every year. Um, most of the refuge is broken down into units, and each unit is burned every three to five years. One of the big challenges is maintaining these invasives. They keep coming back. You can burn them, they come back. You can cut them, they come back. And so every time we go in to do treatments, we have to actually make sure we kill the tree. We have to treat every single tree. So imagine two million mesquite trees on the landscape. We have to cut every single one of them and spray every single one of them. And so the habitat is a big challenge. We've been working with our neighbors together with the Arizona Game and Fish Department to get money to cut mesquites to improve habitat, not just on the refuge, but on, on adjacent lands. And I think all the stuff we're doing on the refuge and all the stuff that they're doing on their properties, we're benefiting each other. For more Home on the Range episodes and other stories about the Altar Valley region, head over to our website. For SciView, this is Diego Huerta. Thank you for listening.